Hello, children of God. My name is Toyesha Falabi. I'm a pastor and a teacher of the Word of God, also called the Word of Life. The message you are about to hear is a deep exposition from the Holy Spirit. Are you there? You've been a keen watcher of happiness around the world, especially concerning the church. Are you concerned? about the coordinated hostilities and the cleverly coded maneuverings of the Antichrist against the body of Christ? Then this message is for you. Or are you just the it is well, it is well type who just stays aloof, watching, listening and participating or even complying without really knowing or bothering that anything is wrong? This message is also for you. And I plead that you listen to me very very carefully. I want to talk on what I call the church in Babylon. Yes, the church in Babylon. And I will read from the book of Nehemiah chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 4. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 1 to 4. I read the words of Nehemiah the son of Hakaliah. And it came to pass in the month Chisli, in the twentieth year, as I was in Shushan the palace, that Hanani, one of my brethren, came, he and certain men of Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which were left of the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said unto me, The remnants that are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem also is broken down, and the gates thereof are burnt with fire. And it came to pass, when I heard these words, that I sat down and wept, and mourned certain days, and fasted, and prayed before the God of heaven. That was Nehemiah. He had just received some news about the condition of Jerusalem, his home state. They were bad news, sad news. They made him wept. Perhaps I should move further to Nehemiah chapter 9, verses 36 and 37. Nehemiah chapter 9, verses 36 and 37. I read again. Behold, we are servants this day, and for the land that thou gavest unto our fathers to eat the fruit thereof and the good thereof, behold, we are servants in it. And it yielded much increase unto the kings whom thou hast set over us because of our sins. Also, they have dominion over our bodies and our cattle at their pleasure, and we are in great distress. That was Nehemiah again, expressing more sorrows over the degradation of his fatherland. History has repeated itself. Somebody said, history is a good teacher who will always repeat itself when human beings refuse to learn. Let me remind us briefly of the background history behind the woes of Jerusalem as exposed in the passages we just read. By the mighty hand of God, the Israelites were delivered from the oppressions of Egypt and taken to the land of Canaan described as a land flowing with milk and honey. 
One reason God took them to that land was to worship him. They were to serve as a point of contact for the other nations of the world. It was a promise he made to their forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Those fathers died, not having obtained the promise, but they were able to walk in faith with God, enough for God to keep the promise unto their children. So, because of the children of Israel and his promise to the fathers, God destroyed the dwellers of Canaan, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Jebusites, the Gagasites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, and the Hivites. The offense of those nations was that they have polluted the land with their activities of idol worshipping, wickedness, and filthiness. He told the children of Israel to take over. They took over and they started to enjoy the goodness of the land. He gave them laws, laws that will make them to enjoy the land, laws that will make them to enjoy themselves, and laws that will make them to enjoy God, so that they could be established on that beautiful land. He warned them never to mingle with others or follow the ways of the nations he destroyed before them or those of their neighbors. It was set to make them a model so that others will come to him through them when they see his blessings in their lives. However, as time went by and generations come and gone, the Israelites began to copy those nations around them. The same nations to which they were to be role models, nations that God kept to be hewers of wood and fetchers of water for them. They removed the ancient landmark set by their fathers. They abandoned their own God, the Almighty God, for the gods of the land, which were stones and woods. They practiced the abominable. They reenacted the pagan practices that God had used them to destroy. For several years, God tolerated them, sending his servants to them in form of prophets, in form of priests and even kings who occasionally cleansed the land and warned them to stop provoking God. After decades of what I would call a hide and seek between them and God, they were finally allowed to be taken captive by Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. In droves, they were transported to Babylon, including their princes, their nobles, their servants, male, female, young, Old, just name it. The great temple built by King Solomon, which has been a national pride for them, was leveled to the ground. The precious vessels in that temple were carted away to the palace of King Nebuchadnezzar. The beautiful city of Jerusalem, which they had labored for centuries to build, became a ghost of itself. Everything turned upside down. They were no longer free. They were no longer strong. They were no longer rich. They were no longer special. They were no longer powerful. Their royalty was drawn in the mud. They have no more voice. They became commonplace. They lost the divine heritage their fathers earnestly contended for. At Babylon, 
they were offered strange foods to eat, strange garments to wear, strange tents to dwell in, and strange gods to worship. They were sentenced to 70 years in captivity, subject to an upward review if they failed to realize their folly. God told them to settle in Babylon, to buy lands in Babylon, and build houses in Babylon. In Jerusalem, they were sons of the soil, while at Babylon, they would be slaves and captives. Seventy years, perhaps, God is thinking, that seventy years should be enough for any fool to realize the difference between settling down as a captive and settling down as a landlord. They were degraded. They were made to lick the dust of the feet of their adversaries. That was why Nehemiah was willing and lamenting here. But may I say again that history has repeated itself. Over 2,000 years ago, through pain, shame, and blood, the Lord Jesus went to the cross at Calvary to establish the church. With just about 120 people led by the apostles, the church made its first outing at Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came down as promised by the Lord. It was a glorious outing. From then, the church spread like wildfire because of the faithfulness of those people on whose hands it was committed. Basking on the command of the Lord to go ye into all the world, and his assurance of, I have overcome the world, they went from place to place, house to house, city to city, village to village, land to land, and sea to sea, to spread the gospel. Ready to spend and be spent, they faced persecutions, they faced hostilities, gruesome deaths, and all sorts of maltreatments because of what they believed. They fought the good fight of faith and they won. By their miracles, their conduct and their resilience, they were able to exert enough pressure to bring the world down on her knees and show the rulers of the world system that the church had not only come to stay, but to take over. That was until it got to our generation. The fathers left and they handed over to us. They handed over to us a church that boldly confronted the ills of the world. They handed over to us a church that has power to stop the sun and raise the dead. They handed over a church that could silence demons and confound wickedness in high places. They handed over a church whose foundation was firm on righteousness, servanthood, and brotherly love. It was a church you can easily pick out from the crowd of this world. It was a church where the word of God superseded the words of men. From their successful fight of faith, the fathers left us the spoils of war, spoils in form of undeserved mercy, prosperity, grace, ministry explosion, fame, influence. Those were the proceeds of their prayers, proceeds of their labors, their sweats, and their epistles, written sometimes 
in tears and bonds. They rode on horses while we cruise about today in Rolls Royce and private jets. They taught themselves and lands under trees. We do so today at seminaries spanning acres of land. They hosted themselves in their houses built of mud and thatched roofs. We host our ministers today in five-star hotels. They developed their sermons from inside prisons, inside caves, and in solitary islands. We do so today from the comforts of our air-conditioned offices. People used to say, as poor as church rats, but that proverb has disappeared in our days as there were individual, family, and even national successes. For example, nations founded on Christian values rose up to become superpowers among their peers. They became havens to where others sought asylum from poverty, wars, and economic hardships. Oh, we enjoyed a lot of goodness handed over by the fathers. However, just like the children of history, the church refused to tread with the rules. While enjoying the spoils of war bequeathed to us by the fathers, we had desecrated the land. We spoiled the land of our heritage with the spoils we inherited from our fathers. The church mingled with the world. Like the Israelites of old, the church in our generation had moved, had removed the ancient landmarks. The ideals set by the fathers had long been forgotten. Today, you can hardly see any difference between the church and the world. The world is Babylon, and it's the church that transported herself to Babylon. We fed ourselves fat without decorum, and we foolishly pulled down the demarcation between us and the enemy. Of course, the enemy wasted no time in trooping in even as we also gullibly ran into his open arms. In those days, you will identify a Christian by his exemplary character of holiness and uprightness. Christian families were known to raise godly children through the bond of family love and responsible parenting. Christian groups and churches were known for serious worship of the Father through prayers and sharing of the word. We miss those days when Christian values and priorities were different from those of the world. Those days when Christian schools, Christian homes, Christian managed businesses, Christian parties, Christian music, Christian attire are all models of distinction. Those good old days when banks and other sensitive financial institutions will rely on the recommendations of our clergy and employ their staff from the church because that is where they are sure of getting persons of impeccable characters. Those days, no bishop will support gay marriage, talk less of coming out to say he's one. But now that we are in Babylon, one can comfortably do that. Our ladies can now paint their faces like Jezebel and wear trousers. Even as our young men put on earrings and sing beautiful melodies in the choir. We can now dance to rock music for our praise worships. We can attend nude parties and compete 
for beauty pigeons. Lesbians and gays can get married right inside the church. Fundraiser pastors cannot practice their merchandise on our puppies. We call it civilization. It is no civilization. It is Babylon at work. We call it religious liberty. No, it is not liberty. It is captivity in disguise from Babylon. We lost the church bequeathed to us. We lost the church operated by the Holy Spirit to the one operated by traditions and philosophies of men because we are in Babylon. We lost true miracles to gimmicks. We lost the truth of the word of God to motivational speeches. We lost genuine conviction of the Holy Spirit to mind control strategies. We were too blinded by the deceptions of Babylon to realize that the enemy has changed his tactics. He made our fathers to face open persecutions, direct executions, burning at the stakes, death on the cross, banishment, and so on. But now, he has changed his arrows to strange doctrines, heresies, fear gospel, personality cults, human idolization, leadership tosses, superiority complex, and material aggrandizement. Those were his arrows today. He had gained a lot of grounds in our midst with these arrows, which we deceptively tagged wisdom, grace, human rights, civilization, religious liberty, prosperity, growth, and all that. Babylon has given us a new God, a God not known to our fathers. His name is Mammon. From the impoverished members and the spread of perversions, despite our gigantic auditoriums and mega services and opulence, it is clear who we serve. We serve Mammon with much dexterity. The church of today has no more voice, no more respect, no more power. Just like the city of Jerusalem, Christian ideas have been downtrodden. We have lost much ground and we are no longer effective against the world. Our miracles, healings, and any acclaimed hands of God are now scrutinized seriously by the press and the and government commissions to know if they are actually genuine. Our credibility had gotten depleted to that level. J.P. Timmons, writing from the United States, said, and I quote, People do not see the moving and power of the Holy Spirit, and they are hungry for real spiritual food. It is sad to say, but this failure of the church is the reason why so many have turned to Satanism and the occult. Here they find the supernatural they are seeking. Do we not see that most of the world do not believe today's church meets their contemporary needs? That was J.P. Timmons. He served as a missionary to quite a number of countries. Another great preacher, Billy Akoni from Nigeria said, anyone who has worked diligently with God in the past several years will know that it has not been well with us, the church, in our generation. There have been several messy drops here and there, which has always ended in the dungeon of human manipulation. End of quote. Beloved, 
the romance of the church with the world system must stop now it is time to exit babylon the departed glory of the church must return the church and the world are strange bedmates we are a bride of christ babylon is ignoble we are royal we must separate ourselves again we must rise again we must build again babylon is doomed for destruction we are destined for eternity all of us know that anytime from now the world system will collapse it is babylon the prophecy is in the scriptures i refer you to revelation chapter 18 the whole chapter come out of her my people that's the cry of the moment thank god the lord had not left us in the dark he said in the last days knowledge shall increase he's giving us that knowledge now and we are going to make use of it to get out of babylon he says secret things belong to him but what he has revealed to us is enough for us and our children god is releasing information now and opening our eyes to new scriptural truths in order to ensure our successful exit from babylon listen to this in the desolation of jerusalem three things happened yes in the desolation of jerusalem three things happened i'm going to talk about those three things in my next broadcast and how the pattern is the same for the church today i'm also going to expand in my subsequent broadcast the four interest groups or categories of people or personalities that we urgently need now to save the church and set it back on top i wish you'll be one of them we rest on the assurance of our master who says i will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail over it babylon is the gate of hell and her incursion into the church must be checked if you are one of those willing to be used for this purpose i want to say you are welcome god has been expecting you for our broadcast please just subscribe to our youtube or our podcast channels like us follow us on facebook uh, follow us on twitter or you visit our website www.reformersbibleministry.com your comments are also welcome your questions and your observations you still see the space for comments under this message and if you also want us to speak at your conference or church anywhere in the world please mail us on list servant at reformersbibleministry.com lead servant at reformersbibleministry.com or send a message to our whatsapp line plus 234-903-6027-878 i come again plus 234-903-602-7878 god bless you Everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to ever. Oh, I will praise him from everlasting.
everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting. Amen. Amen. We have not caught the fire. The spirit is still. Aha. Amen. You are going to leave the place where you are. Just leave that. Maybe it's that chair that is disturbing. Maybe it's that person beside you. Ah, I want to see you jumping like this. Jumping like this. Amen. I want to see you moving to anywhere in this auditorium. Sing that song and let it enter into your spirit. Because that is the channel it will take to the throne of grace. And by the grace of God this morning, you will get there in the name of Jesus. Have you left your seat? Let's leave our seat for Just go far from that place. I will praise him from, from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting, I will praise Him from everlasting. In Jesus' name, we pray. Lord, we Jesus, It's only deliverance prayer that we know we can use to dream That is why we are doing like this. But today, Holy Spirit will drill us on these praises because we have not yet satisfied. But today. You will satisfy your God in the name of Jesus. Unless I see somebody here today mad for God, that is when we will stop that song. And maybe you are expecting our keyboard or whatever. If you are in the bush, in the wilderness, and there is no, no, God, no Will you not praise him? Uh Unless I see somebody that is mad for God in praise. If it is prayer point now, Ah, we know how we do it. Uh Do it like that. In praises. Connect with holy madness. Until I see somebody that will. Be in such a connection this morning. We will sing that song till evening. Amen. I will praise you from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise you from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise you from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will 
from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise Him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise Him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise Him from everlasting. Somebody now. Face somebody now. Uh -huh. You think I want to call prayer point up? God bless us in Jesus. You tell that person. I will praise God from, from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise God from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise God from everlasting. Everlasting, 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 
You are going to another person. You still have another message. The same message. The same message. Say, my sister. My brother. I have told somebody before. I have told some people before. Maybe they did understand me. But I know that you, you will understand me. No matter the economy of this country, I will praise God from everlasting, everlasting, everlasting. I will praise God from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. Uh-huh. I will praise God from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise God from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise God from everlasting. Everlasting. Amen. Amen. You are going to uh, the the which person now? Fourth or fifth? Fifth. Fifth. God bless us in Jesus. Name. This is the month of May. It's the fifth month in May. You go to the fifth person. But this time around, you do as if you mean the peace. Others don't understand you. But this is now the final one. See, see, my friend. My sister. My brother. My pastor. My fellow worker. I'm saying something. And I don't think some people understand very well. But I want to tell you. That is why I am sweating since. Are you going to understand me? My message is this. No matter the situation. No matter how far the enemy has gone. Bossy will kill that in Lagina, so. Ah. We praise God from, from everlasting. Everlasting. everlasting to everlasting. And we praise God from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. And we praise God from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise God from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise God from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise God from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. Amen. Right there, where you are. You will now begin to walk majestically back to your seat. Make sure you are smiling. Make sure you are smiling. And be saying, I will praise God from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. I will praise God from everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting, I will praise God from everlasting. Uh-huh. 
Everlasting to everlasting, and we praise God from everlasting. Some people are not smiling. Some people are not smiling. I want me not to smile until you start to smile. They are not smiling. Uh-huh. Praise you from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Pray this prayer before you sit down. Say, satanic counter. Satanic counter. Counting the blessing of God. In my heart. Fall down and die. Amen. When a satanic counter is counting the blessing of God for you. What he be saying eh? is he has done, not, not done anything. Oh, you see, waking up this morning, that is not true. A lot of people who also wake up, it will not come to you. A lot of people that also die. 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 We are just eating morning food in this house. Oh, the other like a change in the lay. Ah, change the world like a We are just eating, taking breakfast in the evening. And then you bust out crying. You are better, sis. Satanic counter. Eh, on Katy Satanic. He will not tell you. He will not count. Koni sofa, koni kafu. Those people that wake up with plenty that same morning. I want me not to you by lock or 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 in my life. In the name of Jesus. Die, 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 die. In the name of Jesus. Satanic counter. Counting the blessing of God in my life. Die, 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 in Jesus' name, we pray. In counting, we have positive. I also have the negative side. When a satanic counter is counting for you, you will look at the positive. Then you will check out some negative. 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 That seems big. And add it to you. So you look at yourself, you see only negative. Everybody does not need to be a mathematician before you understand what I'm saying. Oh, you know, last plus five. And somebody say, I want to help you, I want to help you. Take minus ten. Or take minus twenty. 
At the end of the day, you are left with what? A minus figure. That's the work of the satanic council. A friend of mine. Don't sit down, please. You a don't sit down, don't. A friend of mine. A female friend. A very good Christian sister. She called me earlier in the middle of last month. Ah! There is trouble. There is trouble. I want to pay my house rent. I want to pay my house rent. The landlord is troubling me. My house rent will be due this ending of April. I've been running around for the house rent. I said, I don't worry, you will get it. I was even joking that, ah, sister just thank God. Where you are right now. Where you are right now. As you are thanking him. Pushing forward to him your prayer request. You are thanking him. I said, have you not seen women that are married? And they are still the one paying for it cannot be like it cannot be like that. I just want to get that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That condition where you are. That you think is worse. That you think no, it's not necessary. You wake up every day moody and depressed. Situation. And they did not kill themselves. They are still serving God the way they should serve. They are still worshiping Him the way they should worship Him. They are still getting themselves happy. But when a satanic counter is counting you, you will see a lot of things. And you will see only the negative. Pray again before you see that. Satanic counter. Counting the blessing of God in my life. Satanic counter. Counting the blessing of God in my life. What are you waiting for? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thou satanic counter. Counting the blessing of God in my life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Let's sit down quickly. Let's sit down. Let's sit down. Let's sit down. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to the book of Philippians. Chapter 3, verse 10. Philippians 3.10 Philippi Oriketa. And we'll also read from the book of Luke chapter 7. Let me go to Philippians chapter 3 first. 
that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. I come again for the sake of some of our people that have not gotten there. Philippians 3.10 that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Ask that person sitting down beside you. Do you know him? Ask him again. Do you know God? When we sang that song, that I will praise him, I will praise God from everlasting forever. Do you know the God you are praising? When you pray to him, do you know the God you are praying to? When you go before him, or when you behave before him, do you know in front of which God you are? That is why many of us, at the time that we are supposed to appreciate God, we will just sit down. We will not. Because we do not know Him. Let's go to book of uh, Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7. Are we there in Luke chapter 7? Chapter 1. Nibe Luke ori keje. Luke chapter 7. Luke ori keje. I want to read from verse 37. Mo fe ka lati ese keta ni logo. Let's jump to another verse. Mo tun wa wonu ese ni na. Verse 37. Ese keta di logo. Behold, Sikiesi, a woman in the city. O bere kan wa ni ilu na. Which was a sinner. Anything she alleged. When she knew that Jesus sat at meat. In the Pharisee's house. Brought an alabaster box of ointment. The woman knew. That somebody is in that house. And the person in that house. Is Jesus. Jesus. She knows some things about that person. And so she took some steps. Steps that were not taken by even the man that was hosting the Lord Jesus. Why? Because she knew something that person did not know. Let's look at what she did. And she stood at his feet behind him, weeping. And began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kiss his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Osi duro ti le ba esere leni, onsokun osi beresin fi omije we ni ese, osi fi nuori re nu, osi fi eno ko ni ese, osi fi ororo kuma. Now I'm jumping to verse 44. Because of that, you can read the one in the middle yourself later. 
verse 44. Oh, Jesus turned to the woman and said unto Simon, that is the host, seest thou this woman? I oh. entered into your house. You gave me no water for my feet. She washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Also, you pada si obere no. Obi fun si money pe. You worry obere yi. Emi worry lere. O mi we we say you walk o fi fun me. Shuba o o mi je ni o fi rojo si me ni ese. Inu ori re ni o fi inu wano. Thou givest me no kiss. But this woman, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. If I no kono I walk o fi fun me. My head with oil, thou didst not anoint. But this woman had anointed my feet with ointment. Simon the Pharisee. Simon the Pharisee. Cannot give Jesus water for his feet. But he does not know him. All can just put food on the table and they are eating. That's the little he knew about Jesus. He cannot wipe Jesus' feet with tears. He didn't know the person sitting down right in this house. Not thoughtless of him washing, using hairs of his hair to clean the feet. He cannot kiss Jesus. Not even in the mouth, not in the cheek, not to even talk of the feet. His knowledge of that man sitting down at the table is very much limited. He cannot anoint his head with oil. Not to talk of the feet. But the woman did that. Because the Bible says he hide these things from the eyes of the princess. The eyes of the prince. And then he gave it to small babes. The woman, the sinner woman, knew what the Pharisee, the religious leader, did not know. And so, she knew how to treat that person. She knew how to praise him. She knew what he is worth. She knew what to give unto him. Simon the Pharisee was just sitting there. And that is why I said you should ask the person beside you. Do you even know God? Do you know him? It's unfortunate that a woman that is counted to be an ordinary woman that cannot even step into the temple or the synagogue at will. A woman that comes like this I want to sit in your midst. All of you 
around that place will quickly stand up. And you will go to another seat. The woman knew God. Let me give us the title for this message. That I may know him. That I may know him. The person that lamented in this scripture, in the book of Philippians chapter 3 verse 10, was Paul the great Paul the apostle himself. He said, I'm praying, I'm wishing, I'm walking. That I may know this God. And the power of the restoration of the everything about him, so that I will know how to treat him properly. I pray for you. God will reveal himself unto you today. In the name of Jesus. So if you don't know him, you will not know how to give thanks unto him. When they say he's merciful, you just look at merciful, merciful. That's oh, oh, what it means to be merciful. Oh, When they say it's fearful in praises, you wonder fearful praises. What's the connection? You know. But there are some people in the Bible. They know him. One more. If you don't know him, I just beseech you this morning. Read about Moses and the children of Israel. Moses and the children of Israel. They were going in the wilderness. This is a great sea in front of them. And right like this, in their front like this, the sea was divided. I know those ones who know him. Right there in their front like this. Ah. They were hearing the cry of their enemies. In agony. Without receiving mercy. Right from the same path where they are passed. Their enemies were perishing in that same path. They would know God. How many paths have you tread? Can you just go like that? You have gone to Lagos. You have gone to Abuja. You have done a lot of things. You have climbed the staircase of your house. You think it's ordinary. Some people pass through. They are gone. No mercy for them. Right there like this. See long term battle. A battle of 430 years. Just perishing like this. I'm praying for you. That battle that has taken a very long time. As you are giving thanks to God. To as you are appreciating God. This morning, that battle shall scatter. Deborah went to battle. Deborah lost her Ah, a woman. Obere. And God won the battle for. Alone, see, body, or see, bow, go now. She knows the meaning of God. Oh, more, it's more alone. Another person is Hannah. Hello, Mira, Niana. 
Anna in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 2. Anna in the Samuel can you read it? Anna said, God. Anna so you are the one that kills it. You are the one that make it alive. You are alone so the alive. You make people poor. Oh, just I walk on your toes. Oh, so I walk on a lot of. You make you bring people low. Oh, see I walk off and want to lift them up. Oh, see that walk is okay. She said you own the pillars of the earth. You are alone, you poor aye. You said you break adversaries into pieces. Oh, for a water. Hannah knows God. Anna Molon. I pray you will know God like Hannah today in the name of Jesus. Because several years of mocking. Several years of weeping went away. If you know God, that God can be that. That you know that God can do that. So Despite that, your weeping of today. You will know that there is a God that changes situation. And so you will not fold your arms with the problem that you carry from home. Doing your waistline. Oh, no, you will appreciate him. Oh, You will jump up with Oh, first, okay, me. And that shall be your portion today. In hey, the name of Jesus. That I may know him. Let me quickly look at another person that knew him. David. David. David knew God. David we used to sing a song. When the spirit of the Lord is upon me, I will dance. And I see people not dancing like David. You cannot dance like David. Because you did not know God like David. And the enemy was looking around for David. He was more powerful than him in several ways. His enemy was influential. The enemy has money. The enemy is experienced in battle. He has the whole of the nation behind him. I'm talking of King Saul. And he was looking around for the life of David. Then one day, David ran. He was running from the enemy. He ran inside the cave. And he was lying down there. He was hiding. The second day, he rose up from the cave. He wanted to look right and left. So that he would look at where to run to. Lo and behold. What did David see? Huh? This is King Saul. King Saul was lying down there. Sleeping. With all his men of valor. Everybody was sleeping. This is my enemy. Ah! Sleeping like this. God just put him at my disposal like this. He will know God. Why will he not know God? He will know that God is God. That can the course of events within the twinkling of an eye. He will know that God can change that your situation. Even before you get home today, even before you leave this place today, you will know how to jump up. 
Oh, my boss, your phone. Okay. And how to praise him like and David? And how to dance him like David? And to be oh, she do be David? She do. And some people advise him. Is that? And when you come back, Danny, you do. That's it. Ogunti tan. You already won the battle. Ogunti party. So, Abi, Oluwami, the war has ended already. My Lord, Oti Bori Ogun. This is sword. Idaris. This is spear. This is everything. This is rod. You finish the enemy and let us go home. Go and be king. David said no. I want to praise God in this situation. And I want my enemy to see it. You will praise God. And your enemy will see it. In the name of Jesus. Your life will glorify God. And your enemy will hear. Your enemy will see it. In the name of Jesus. Leave him. But I need an evidence. Just the tip of the garment. And went away. He got to a distance and he called up unto Saul. He called unto the person beside Saul. The head of Saul's army. Shame, shame on you. You cannot even defend your Lord. Can you see that? Whatsoever your enemy is relying upon. Whosoever your oppressor is relying upon. Whatsoever your pursuer is relying upon. Chase you helter scatter. That power shall fail him today. In the name of Jesus. I say that power shall fail him today. In the name of Jesus. Say you have failed your God. You have failed your Lord. What is it? What is it? That is David. Let's move. Let's move. Look at your clothes. I cut off the clothes. Because I found you there. I will build you. But I want to glorify God. I want to see that I have a God. Why would David not be mad when he's praising God? Praising God and the clothes were nearly off his body. You are still feeling ashamed. You still want to twist your body. Because you have not gotten to this level of David. You are still saying it's because I'm wearing suits. I don't just move. You don't know what you are wearing. That David, a king, did not wear. He was running around like this. He was jumping. He was jumping. Somebody dramatized in a film I watched. Ah! That is why a wife that is so close to him. I said, ah, you are mad. You don't even know you are a king. You are praising God like that. But it's because David knew him. This month, as you are appreciating God, 
I'm praying for you. Your enemy shall see it in your life. That testimony that will happen in your life. And your enemy will see. It. And will glorify your God. That will happen in the name of Jesus. David was looking at Goliath like this. Goliath was several meters taller than this. Goliath is several weapons. But David with a single stone. So God David Goliath fell. Your Goliath will fall in the name of Jesus. And you will know God like never before. In the name of Jesus. The whole nation of Israel. They were there with their hands behind their back. They were shaking. They are afraid of Goliath. David was a small boy. A whole generation could not do He did it with God. That is why you know him. What your old generation has not been able to achieve. That testimony that has never been recorded in your family. That oppressor that has been oppressing your family. From ages long. Because you are here today. That oppressor shall fall. In the name of Jesus. I'm prophesying unto your life. By the power in the Lord Jesus. You will be the deliverer of your house. In the name of Jesus. You will be the deliverer of your family. In the name of Jesus. Look at this sinner woman again. In the book of Luke chapter 7. Where we read. What did she know? Ah, look at this one. I said, oh woman. What has Jesus even done for you? He has not given you a house. He has not given you a husband. He has not given you money. What is it that he has done for you? He has not done anything as far as I can see. He has not done some people he turned their water to wine. We did not read of stories of how what they did. He has not turned your water to wine. He has not parted the Red Sea for you. There was a woman by a well, and Jesus was telling that woman everything that has happened to her. Jesus has not even told her anything. He has has not prophesied unto her. So it's like we can say that what is the blessing that Jesus has given you? But she came. She poured ointment on his head. She wiped it with her hair. Crying there and tears was coming out. She did not look at anybody. She did not look at anybody. She did not mind anybody. She did not mind anybody. 
the reason you are still looking at others is because you don't know him. Expensive ointment. That's what the Bible says. Expensive ointment. I don't know where the woman brought it from. And the Pharisee was saying, my brother, my sister, you are thinking what you want to give is too much. Only because you do not know God as this woman. You don't know how much he has done for you. That's why he said, ah, 500. No, he didn't You don't know him as this woman. Oh, you know him as this woman. You not say you have no time. Oh, When it is time to work for him. You will not say that. Oh, You will not say that. Oh, You will not say that at all. Oh, If you know him as this woman, you will not come to and say Somebody step on my Oh, need to let me go I'm going. Uh, you don't know him. Oh, money. The woman was right there. I'm you And the Pharisee was saying, I want Pharisees in some way. I will bring a lesson. looking at that. Yes, she was Because she knew the man that she has come to. If you know her like this woman, if you know her, know him like this woman, you will not complain before him. You will not tell him that uh, this my my problems are too much. Oh, I would add in the Lord said, Don't tell God that you have a big problem. Rather, tell your problem that you have a big God. Yeah. If you know him as this woman, you will worship him as this woman. I'm praying for you once again. You will know God. In the name of Jesus. God will reveal himself unto you. In the name of Jesus. He will reveal himself unto you. In the name of Jesus. I say he will reveal himself unto you. In the name of Jesus. That I may know him. I was asking Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul, Apostle I used to say that. I say, Apostle, 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 that you may know. You don't know him. That you may know him. You are saying that you may know him. Tell me something. Tell me something. You need to know him. Then you will know when they say let's praise him. You will, you will know when they say he's fearful in praise. You will know when they say he's merciful. You will know when they say he's a big God. You will know the meaning of big. I seek. Isaac. Ha, I seek new God. Isaac, more long. I pray. The experience of Isaac. Before he knew God. I don't pray that you experience it. And I don't pray that I too experience it. But I pray. That 
God will reveal himself. In the name of Jesus. Isaac has a father. A loving father. He's the only one. And he's a covenant child. They did not hide anything from him. They did not hide anything from him. He knew his destiny. He knew his the covenant child. He knew he's responsible for a lot of destinies. The father has been handing over a lot of things. In fact, they have sent away somebody because of him. It's so important like that. The father has a lot of wealth. Isaac knew is the one that is going to inherit everything. So life before him was like a rosy life even before he started. Because his father was even worthier than the old nation. Abraham. Abraham. Then one day, that loving father. My son. Follow me. Follow me. Tell me. With your good destiny. With your glory. Follow me. Tell me. Follow me. Tell me. And faithfully he followed the father. With trust he followed the father. And they were going. And they were going. One law. They go some go somewhere. become? The daddy, the father did something that is sus, I mean suspicious. Baba wa show All you servants, go, 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 go. It's only my me and my son that will go So all you servants, drop it. They started going. Um, I said, that father. Baba. You said we are going to sacrifice. The animal. This is wood on my head. He was. You don't tell that father. This boy was carrying the wood on his head. The wood that somebody has proposed that is the one I will use to punch you. The knife was right there. You will know God in the name of Jesus. If they are saying God is merciful to Isaac, and he followed. He got there, the father laid down the stick. He prepared. All of a sudden, he grabbed the boy. Wind him up with rope. Is an ordinary, you know, I know the boy will have cried. My father, my father, with fear in his eyes. With tears in his eyes. Because I tell you that time. You read the Bible very well. Even other books. At that time, there was human sacrifice. Everybody knows there was human sacrifice. Where they were living, the they were engaging human sacrifice. They sacrificed their children. They are babies. They have a lot of idols that they worship. That is their baby they would throw to the, the idols with fire. Life, life baby. That's how they do it. So Isaac would have known immediately what was about to happen. And the father, the supposedly loving father, raised up the knife like this. His eyes have changed. He has become another thing. Everything red. 
the boy of yesterday that oh my boy um, that he will call by 1 a.m he will call him by 5 a.m to talk to him this is the way we do this our animals are now 5,000 take care of the servant the eyes of the father has only changed and raised up the knife if it were you, what do you think? To buy Jay, one kilo on Toro. Then, immediately, low Gigi, in a soft, still voice, Ni Oje Lenke, somebody spoke, any consul, somebody that was not seen, was not visible, any country according, he spoke, oh sorrow, he said, Abraham, only Abraham. Do not sacrifice your child. Isaac had that voice. Isaac, who do you think he will know? The owner of that voice to be. Then I know you must sacrifice. I have prepared another thing for you. Look there in front of you. There is a ram. So I was, ah, okay, okay. And he quickly unwind the boy and throw it away from the, from the stick. And use the ram. David. That day, David knew the difference between the earthly father and the heavenly father. Today, you will know God as the heavenly father. In the name of Jesus, the meaning of father, you will know it. In the name of Jesus. Who do you think Isaac will love most? Out of the two. When the heavenly father is talking, Isaac did not eat for seven days. And be sure that the heavenly father is still alive. Do you think when they are dancing, he will not dance madly for that Because father. a father has just disappointed him. And another father said, I replace you. Another father has just saved him. Some people used to be when they when, when we had a lot of um, stories. Evil will not happen to you in the name of Jesus. Your steppings will not be bewitched in the name of Jesus. People who have experienced kidnappers then. It's a similar. It's like a similar experience. Oh, you that be really to Jorawa. Somebody cut somebody. I will cut off your head now and use it for. Another person. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Leave me, leave me, leave me. Let's use this uh, dove. Let's use another. Thing. I know that person will be grateful to that person. That was what happened to Isaac and Isaac knew him. By the name of that living God, Jesus Christ, I prophesy unto your life that covenant that I want to sacrifice you, that I want to sacrifice your glory in your father's house. 
The blood of Jesus shall deliver you. 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 In the name of Jesus. We are rounding up. So, by the time we want to sing that song again now, and when we roll out our thanksgiving, you will know what oh, to do. Peter was in the sea. He was fishing. It has been his business for a very long time. And he was doing it. But this particular night, nothing to catch. He soiled day and night. Nothing. As if he was not the one that used to fish before. Then somebody came. Peter, give me that your ship. Uh-uh. What do you mean? You know, one will have said that. What do you mean? The ship that we are using, we are still fishing. We are still we are busy here. Okay. We are busy here. Okay. We have no okay. anything. Okay. We have no anything. Okay. But he said, oh, it's okay. Take it. And he took it. After I use it. Take this step. Throw your net here. He threw it. And before you know it, the neck started to break. As you praise God, the blessing that will break your neck, your net, the blessing that will break that your container, to the extent that you will seek for other nets to carry, receive that blessing in the name of Jesus. Ah! Then Peter said, Ah, I know him. I know you. I know you. Know, know you are not a person. But now you, I, I, I can see that you are not a person. I he fell down at the feet of Jesus. He forsook all. He says, He followed Jesus. He followed Jesus. He left even the, 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 the prosperity, the fish. He left it. God will do one miracle in your life. And you will look at yourself. And everything that you have ever recorded. You will say, I want to give it away. And I will give it away for God. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. It sometimes gets to a level in your life that you will look at yourself so and say, ah, ah. So, ah. I am big, truly. But there is also somebody that is bigger than me. I have wealth. But there is somebody that I want to follow. I want to give away that wealth. look at people who are hale and hearty with their hands, their feet. They complain of a lot of things. Because you have not known God. I see people that God will give one blessing. Just one blessing. Since he has been praying. Just and I say because of that blessing. Ah, business is yet to fail you. Business has expanded. Business is okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That is why I cannot be around. I know there was a meeting, but ah, I've 
Before he is always there. The prosperity has come. But if you know God like Peter, He will give you prosperity. Because today now, prosperity messages are bound. And I don't know what is so special about prosperity. There in the Bible for It's you. not a big thing. It's not a big thing. God wants it for you. He wants it for us. To him, their prosperity is no big thing. But unfortunately, we emphasize it more. For if we know him like Peter, you will not say 5 p.m. Oh, That is when customers. So because of that. I have no time for that important thing. You won't say that. Oh, You won't say that. Oh, If you know him like Peter. Does, you will not say ah. Oh, God has blessed me. Gio used to say, say some people they will be asking for child, he's asking for child. By the time the child comes, you say, Is this child though? Is this your child? That is why. I have no time again. God wants to give you a prosperity that you get to a time you look at the prosperity and say, there is a God that is bigger than this. You will be I I I learned I Conference. You see them carrying bowl of amala. on their head like a professor. I want professor. Serving you amala. Serving you rice. Ah. Uh -huh. Those are the people we are saying. I They have gotten to where you and I can say the top. What he did? But yes. They recognize. God that took them. There. So that thing, whatever they have achieved, Apostle said, I count them nothing. Paul, Apostle You will get there. You will get there. In the name of Jesus. So, beloved, I beseech us this morning. Let us seek to know God. Read about him. Learn about him. Hear about him. Relate with him in prayer. Then you will know the God that you serve. When you know him, you will know how to appreciate him. The apostles, the other disciples, when the Holy Ghost came, maybe they thought it's why not? Ah, that's it. We are okay now. We can command the Not long after that, immediately like this, 
Holy Spirit himself killed two of them. Ananias and I'm praying for you once again. You will understand God in that name You will know God in that name Let us rise up unto our When you know him, you will not be forced to worship him. When you know him, you will not wait until the first Sunday of any month before you can do things when you know him you will not wait you will not look at your pocket and just be doing eh, manipulation you will know that it's more than money yes you will know that it's more than anything when you know him you will not say somebody offend you. Oh, you are not worshiping him. Oh, sinist, oh, sinist, oh, money. That is why. It when you know him. You will not say, I have a husband. My husband is not good. Oh, you so pay. Mo When you know him. I have a wife. She's useless. Money, ya woko. When you know him. You will know that whether you are wealthy. Oh, or you are poor. You have to appreciate it. We know that whether you are strong or you are weak, he still praises. You will know whether you are in good health or otherwise. You praise him. You will know whether things are enough or they are not enough. You will praise him. You will get there in the name of Jesus. You will get there in the name of Jesus. I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. Amen. Amen. Bring out your title and offer. Amen. No, bring, okay. Just bring it out. Bring out your 